Hello and welcome to another episode of Space Time Taco. I am your host, Chris, with... Nate. I guess one of your hosts. I used to say one of your hosts. Or I just say I am. Whatever. Chris, a.k.a. Time Burrito. Nate, a.k.a. What? Nate, a.k.a. Little Teapot. He's a little teapot. And I think you changed most of your things to not have the 89, but whatever. It doesn't matter at this point. Huh. Um. So people are pl- talking about stupid things that shouldn't matter anymore and shouldn't be in existence anymore, you said? I mean, kind of, yeah. yeah. Um, the media has been going on, not really a storm, but has been reporting about Six Days in Fallujah for about a week now because there was an announcement trailer that somebody picked it. Come yeah. out this year. Somebody picked it back up. It's a completely different group that's doing it, right? I believe so. Okay. Um, today the publisher said that the game itself one of the reasons it wasn't released is because the game came out around the time we went to Afghanistan and Iraq oh, I can't understand why you wouldn't um, want to do that and it was panned purely because of the title of the game now we've had shooters based in the Middle East during that time forever and ever and ever right I mean we had plenty of Call of Duties and Battlefield and all that stuff come out. Mm-hmm. Um, Some of them have been was... tied directly to relatively either recent or uh, realistic events. The, the thing about Six Days in Fallujah was slated to be based on the actual second battle of Fallujah. <laughs> mm. um, and people thought that hit too close to home and just wasn't a great thing to do. Um, so the game was cancelled. Well, another publisher had picked it back up, and they planned to release it. Um, the publisher came out today and said the game was inseparable from politics, which went contrary to a statement that the previous publisher made, which said that the game is in no way political. Yeah. Um, you know, it doesn't really matter what your opinion on that is or not. The game is fucking based on war, and war is political. <laughs> um But yeah, it takes place in the second battle of Fallujah. It came under scrutiny because it focuses, of course, on U.S. forces. But in the second battle of Fallujah, for people who don't know or who probably don't care, honestly, um, around 800 Iraqi civilians were killed during that fight. Um, So it was an extremely black stain on our campaign in Iraq, which in and of itself is a stain on just American history. But... um, no, that's that's really it for that. Um, other than that, I've just been playing games and doing stuff. Speaking of some shitty news, uh, continuing on like the shitty stuff in gaming, um, I didn't actually look too much into it because I'm already kind of fully against it. I, I am somebody that grew up, read a portion of the Harry Potter books. I stopped because I got bored. They were boring to me. I hit a point that I'm like, oh, these are whatever. Watched all the movies. I stayed, like, a distant fan of certain aspects of the series. Um, and then, you know, cunt had to be a cunt. Um, and I've distanced myself even even further from said series. Uh, mm-hmm. Although I was, at one point, excited. Before, this, could, this was because this game got leaked ahead of the, the basically, the unveiling of jk rawlings rawling rawlings rawlings um turfness um (laughs) 
Which I also love people are now saying don't call her a TERF because people are saying she's not actually a feminist and because of said thing um, or things in general. Um, but I was at one point very excited for this really interesting Hogwarts game that was leaked. And I'm like, hell yeah, I want to play the shit out of that. Uh, and then, of course, news came out and I'm like, okay, I'm not going to spend money on that. Obviously, there was that whole... I just don't want her to get the money. It'd be great if the game could come out and the developers could make the money and she not see a cent of it. Um, then, of course, people that have worked on the game <laughs> turns out are horrible people, too. So, <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I was going to say, specifically, there was a... Um, it was Troy Leavitt, the game developer at the center of a controversy last year, it says. Um, he was discovered to be running a reactionary YouTube channel focused on attacking feminism and social justice. Uh, he since has resigned from his position. Um, so basically the quartering. Yeah. Well, let's not bring up that fucking piece of shit. Thing is I, so full, full admission here, right? Is I used to watch his shit. Really? Like, so I used to watch his shit. I used to watch fucking some black guy. I used to watch, uh, fucking. This is like maybe years ago, right? Mm -hmm. I used to be into like Sargon of Akkad and Amazing Atheist when he went like full right wing and fucking. You mean before? Uh, under... Yeah. Well, yeah. like around the time. Well, I was into them before, and I kept following them, and you know, their politics are infectious in a way because they're charismatic speakers in their own right at least to some people dumb yeah. people like me. <laughs> um, and then you know i realized like after a while after listening to different arguments stuff like that i'm like the shit they're saying is pretty fucking awful and the quartering was just one of the worst of them because i'm like this dude complains about like oh everyone else is triggered everyone else is fucking on a crusade and so on and so forth i'm like you literally make videos like five times a day no fucking joke. This guy puts out like five videos a day oh, damn. whining about the exact same thing. <laughs> like every time he gets a little bit of news, he reads like one sentence and extrapolates on it for like 10 minutes. And that's a video. So I was thoroughly done with him. Not to fucking shit on anybody. If you're a content creator, whatever, we support you unless your name is the fucking quartering. Well, <laughs> if uh, among other people that are trash human beings, um, but yes, people like him are the same people as the developer you were talking about. Yeah, trash human beings. Beans. Um, um, one of the biggest problems, though, is JK's name is tied to that trademark, so she makes a cent off of anything branded Yeah, character. and I would love, I would love if there was a way to get that to not be true. Like, how hard is it to make that not a thing anymore? There's got to be a way, right? No, it's extremely hard. It's it's her legal copyright is the thing. So she what you're is saying is we have to kill her. property. No. Well, it would just go to her estate at that point. I don't care. Her estate um, is not her. Well, her estate are probably close family and friends of hers, right? Mm, true. Um, so, all I'm saying really is that there is no way to remove someone's legal copyright from their intellectual property. Um, we had the same controversy with Dr. Seuss. Does... Well, okay, that's a whole other thing. It, it we it, it's being brought up as a controversy. Um, the Seuss estate been, made the decision. Yeah. Um, the the Seuss the the Seuss estate made that decision on their own. Um, 
very much like some other companies last year made some decisions that people were like, we're not really asking for this, but I mean, good for you. Um, <laughs> Cause I remember that being a whole thing on, um, Oh, what was it? Somebody was finally back on, was it Dave Chappelle was finally back on or came to SNL or something like that. And there something was, like that. yeah. And it was basically, Hey, There's we're firing, we're firing Aunt Jemima, and we're firing Uncle Ben, and replacing them. <laughs> um, yeah. There's, there's been a lot of stuff going on surrounding that. I mean, we had fucking Eminem apparently got canceled, and then like immediately came out with a track. So, there, there's just certain people who you can't phase to begin with. I feel like Dave Chappelle is probably one of them. Uh, I mean, I, I will say good for him for now getting paid for streaming rights for a show finally yeah uh because that was some bullshit with that too definitely uh, Ooh, sorry they this i forgot this happened today there's um been leaked images of some of the bad guys from the new eternals movie uh yeah. the deviants um which i mean look pretty cool and interesting i'm excited i like weird ass shit i know people are gonna be oh it's just more uh, that thing. My mind. What's the word? What's the word I'm thinking of, Nate? What's that word? Know. Let me find Nate's face so I can change his background image to what I want it to be. No. Faces. There's your face. All right. So <laughs> I'm literally trying to be like uh, I can do this on the fly. Bum 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 bum. Why is it flipped? Don't be flipped. Transform. Horizontal. <laughs> uh, get rid of Nate's face. Where's Nate's face? Nate's face. Boom. Nate's face is gone. Deviants. Ooh, the deviants. Um, so the deviants are shapeshifters. Are they? According to Wikipedia, yes. It's funny that we're getting two shapeshifter villains. So, I say villains. I, I don't want to immediately say that the Skrull are villains because we're doing a Secret Invasion movie Skrull. later. Yeah. Um, because from what we've experienced of them, they're actually the good guys. Um, I'm putting these back. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I don't know. That's kind of cool. I like... I. We're at that point where... And we're going to talk about it. Don't worry. I got this ready. I, I have... It's, it's right here. We'll get to this later. Um... <laughs> I um <laughs> I am already at the point where I'm like I want more. I want more Marvel. I want all the Marvel. We had this year off. We got a great reintroduction and a re yeah, basically restart kickstart of phase 4. Um and I'm just ah uh, ah uh. I'm really really glad that the series are coming out and fleshing out characters who were very much regulated to the background in the films yeah yeah i mean um, to get monica darcy and jimmy woo to have so much focus on them in this in uh wandavision um to introduce certain characters that might come back well even that just scarlet witch and vision right is like the most significant thing vision did in a marvel movie was get created and die like hey 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 he he stopped Ultron, and uh, crippled Rhodey. <laughs> that wasn't on purpose. 
No, it wasn't on purpose. But um, the most significant thing Wanda did was, you know, cause become the an Sokovia Avenger. Thing. Yeah, become an Avenger, cause the Sokovia Accords, and fall in love with Vision, which their romance was very short-lived in the films. It really didn't make sense by the time you got to the end of it. I mean, and um, it sucks because it is, hey, these last five years they've spent together, on and off together, um, which is great, but it's something we didn't get to see. We didn't get to see them grow kind of thing. Yeah. So I'm I'm just glad that the series are out, that we're getting more of them, and that they are taking the time to focus on characters that we didn't see much of in the mainline films. And um, in the case of the next series that starts, not this week, but next week, um we get one of my favorite uh, character matchups. Um, like, yeah, sure. WandaVision, great. They're cute couple, blah, blah, blah. Bucky and Sam was one of my favorite parts of Civil War. <laughs> um, yeah. It's just so fucking funny to me. And I'm excited to see that that relationship grow throughout this whole new season. It's series. funny, and their decision to put them together is super awesome because it is the two characters in the comics who at different times have been Captain, Captain America. America. Yeah. Now we get to see them together, and it looks like there's, I mean, based on the previews and stuff I've seen, it looks like they may be trading off the mantle quite a bit during the show. And so that's a thing where a lot of people aren't sure if it's going to be a... Um, like a trade-off thing, or if it's going to be just by the end of it. And, and I, Mackey behind me. Uh, I put Falcon behind you. He's got the shield. It's a screenshot from the thing. Um, <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, I, fuck, you threw me off. God damn it, Nate. Um, I think it's going to end, and I say it has to. I, I think it has to end with. Sam. I think it has to end with Sam becoming Cap. Um, for two reasons. One, because even though it's technically he hey, he didn't accept it at the end of Endgame, it's very much it seems like Cap wants him to be the next Captain America. Uh, or Steve wants, Steve wants Sam to be the next Captain America. Um, mm -hmm. I also don't think Disney is dumb enough to set up a black Captain America and then be like, nah, the white dude. <laughs> I've said this multiple times. If Disney does that, after the backlash that they've had with Star Wars, the backlash that they've had with literally everything wrong they've done with the MCU, which in a lot of people's mind is not much, but it's enough. Um, yeah, I, I don't see it going any other way. <laughs> Do you see it going any other way? I don't see it going any other way. <laughs> that being said, Disney has been known to make these weird decisions before. Like, all of the Mulan remake. <laughs> yeah. So, speaking of... Oh, gonna, I'm going to touch on that real quick after we talk about this. Um, so we do have basically a small lineup of all the shows. Movie-wise with MCU, we already know it. We've got um, when it, whenever they actually release, because who fucking knows about how theaters are working, even though they say, oh, these are actually set dates now. Um, we have Black Widow, we have The Eternals, we have Shang-Chi and the Ten Rings. 
Ten rings, ten rings. Ten rings? Ten rings. Seven rings? Well, it's what's the name rings. of the organization in the movies? I think it's Ten Rings. Um, and then in December we have Spider-Man 3. Um, that we now know as Spider-Man 3 No Way Home, which is... I, I'm excited for that. Um, but TV show-wise... Oh, spider. What's wrong? Nothing. I was thinking of the funny title I came up with for it on Twitter. Oh, No Home... Was it... It was home man, no way. Home spider. man, no way, spider. <laughs> um, scenes twenty twenty one. Uh, I I just saw this earlier today, and I completely forgot what what TV shows are happening. Uh, okay, yeah, we have WandaVision already done over with. We'll touch on that later and go full spoiler mode. Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, super excited for that. Right after that, we get Loki season one. Um, and then undated because they they have uh, their plan for release this year. We have what if, which obviously isn't going to be a um, very MCU affecting kind of series. It's an animated series, and I'm super excited. It is also actually going to be the last. Um, sadly, it's the last uh, Chadwick Boseman as T'Challa, um, which I think he's still named T'Challa. I think I can't tell because it it looks like his storyline is what if he became Star-Lord. Um, but then uh, we still have Miss Marvel and Hawkeye are both also supposed to be out in 2021, if everything goes as filmed, planned, and all that shit. Um, so I'm excited for that. Then we, of course, we have a whole bunch of ones that don't have a date, but like Moon Knight, She-Hulk, Guardians of the Galaxy, Holiday Special, again, not probably the most important thing. Uh, and some of these I want to talk about in a second just because of what we just watched on on the movies. God damn, man. MCU, man. Give it. <laughs> on the Disney. On the, watched it. On the Disney. Just give me. Oh. So that's what I wanted to bring up. Um, speaking of Disney and where they're putting their movies and how they're doing their movies, um, I, because I didn't buy or watch Mulan, uh, I did pay for the early access to watch Raya and the Last Dragon. Um, which I'm some ones I was surprised because unlike or uh, Kelly Marie, Kelly Marie Tran who played Rose in the Star Wars sequel trilogy um, mm -hmm. was the main character uh, and I'm like oh cool she didn't say fuck Disney <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess she was more like fuck Star Wars Disney got me um, and I was like no secretly they're the same you didn't know that I don't uh, but yeah it's it, starred her and Aquafina, um, and I know people have opinions on Aquafina. You're allowed to have opinions on Aquafina. Um, I have opinions on her name. But I mean, it's a, it's a. I, I paid for this movie. It's thirty dollars early screening kind of thing on Disney Plus. Um, I fucking loved it. Uh, I cried. I was cracking up laughing. It it's a beautiful movie. Um, Disney is well. If one if there's one thing or two things, two things, two things that I'll give Disney for animation, it's their water and their hair. Water and hair in Disney movies, and even if it's water and hair integrate like watery hair, um, <laughs> watery it, hair. it looks fucking amazing. Um, and like it, uh, it was like it's not the most original 
story as in like because i've seen too many movies and i know how things are going to go before they even start um i highly recommend it uh do you know anything about it not a lot so the whole main thing of the movie is there was this one place that they it was all all everybody lived together in harmony they were protected by the dragons um everything was great they brought life and water and blah 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 uh and then at one point everything was attacked by these evil evil creatures spirit things called the droon um in the yeah uh but <laughs> the droon basically turned everyone to stone including most of the dragons in right before everybody got turned to stone excuse me uh, these dragons formed or a specific dragon who is considered the the savior of the world uh created a like a, a special magic orb of dragon power that banished the the drone and returned all the humans back to living people and no longer stone figures um I just looked at they actually have the whole plot breakdown and it's like maybe two <laughs> paragraphs. And I'm like, damn, that's true. It's not much. Um, I think it's like a two hour long movie. Uh, 107 minutes? That's... No, that's less than two hours, which is nice. Um, worth it. Uh, 107 seconds? 100, 107 minutes. 107 seconds. That's a short ass movie. Uh, so an hour and 40 minutes? Yeah, something like that. 45 Nope. Yeah. 40, well, 47, right? Hour yeah, 40, now 47 minutes. Oh, my water bottle's louder than I expected it to be. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Happens, everybody. But instead, of when, when everybody comes back and is alive, uh, the segments of the world, um, it's called Kumandra, um, break into five separate uh, nations basically um, and it's along this river that kind of resembles a dragon and it's really cool because the location is the names of the area so you have fang, heart, spine talon and tail um, and I that I really enjoyed that for some reason I thought that was a really cool naming convention kind of thing um, but like the, the nations fought over who won to keep the orb and who got to keep, had to have this power uh, and it ended up be residing in heart for the most part for like 500 years um and the leader of heart who is the the main character's uh father decides that he wants to reunite and, and bring back the entire the the continent of kumandra or the country of kumandra i don't know <laughs> empire I, I don't know how things are called um there's a lot of terms to call things all right man? the five yeah um <laughs> And of course, things start to look good, everybody's getting along, and then somebody fucks shit and ends up breaking the orb, and everything goes bad, because everybody gets, starts being turned to stone again. So, cut to six years later, uh, Raya is trying to find the dragon that saved everybody, and put the orb back together, and save the world. Um, no, so actually, really, no. To be honest, her motivation at first is not to save the world. Her motivation is to just bring her dad back. She doesn't give a fuck about anybody else, really. Well, I mean, 
I do enjoy motivations like that because they're more personal and it's not super generic or cliche. Um, which was a big problem with the Monster Hunter movie. <laughs> oh, why did you watch the movie? I only watched it for the spectacle of it. Mm. The visuals in it are, are great. It's got these crazy over-the-top action scenes. The problem is, is the way they set it up. When you're playing Monster Hunter, you are very much a newbie to the world of Monster Hunter. You mm. are being introduced to the world and the reasons why you have to go and fight the monsters. You don't In have a Monster machine gun. Hunter, they Isekai Milijovic, who is a U.S. Army Ranger captain, who has all this high-tech, you know, current-gen weaponry and skills and knowledge, so none of the monsters end up really being a threat to her. Because yeah. it's like, you fight these things with big fuck-off swords in the game. She's fighting a dragon with a goddamn minigun. Yep. Like, <laughs> it's like, what is the point of, anymore? And her whole, her, like, the most generic isekai plot you can get in a movie, her whole motivation is, I just want to get back home. Like, and then she doesn't. That's the funny thing. She doesn't go back home. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> but oh. it's... I, I couldn't even say this movie has been spoiled. The movie itself is just is rotten to the core. It is <laughs> it is a terrible adaptation of a video game. Really, the entire reason it's called Monster Hunter is this is just set dressing for another Mila Jovovich action film. Like, that's it. Nice. <laughs> Mila Jovovich. I keep mispronouncing her name. Um, yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't recommend it. Wouldn't even waste your time, honestly. It happens. I... Um, uh... We actually, I think I've watched, I've watched a couple of movies. I've watched fucking Uwe Boll movies that are better than that shit. He didn't make any of the, no, he had nothing to do with any of the Resident Evil movies, right? He didn't, but Uwe Boll did make movies that ended up on Netflix, which is really weird that these movies ended up on Netflix. They're called Rampage. There's three of them. And it's a movie where basically a guy is fed up with society in a very Joker-esque way. Is fed up with his boring life and his, his nagging parents and shit like that. And in the first movie, he decides to go on a literal rampage. Builds himself a bulletproof body armor suit. <laughs> goes out, randomly kills a bunch of people with guns. And you are seeing all of this happen on the screen. And then frames his best friend, who he kills for all of those murders. Wow. Yeah. The fuck is he on? He also made Postal, didn't he? I don't remember. But then he made two more movies to follow up on Rampage. Oh, and... no, he played, He made Alone... No, Alone in the Dark? No, fuck. What are those horrible movies? I don't know. Let's uh, see. Video game movies. He made... House of the Dead, Alone in the Dark, Alone in the Dark 2, Blood Rain, Blood Rain 2... Blood Rain, there's a third Blood Rain in the name of the yep. king. Blood the Rain, king the two. third Reich. Are you fucking kidding yep. me? Yep, uh, in the name of the king. And then right three. after that, produced a movie called Auschwitz. Uh, oh, yeah, he made Postal. And, oh, he made the Far Cry movie. I forgot about that. Why do people keep giving this man work? Um, cause Please stop, whoever you are. I think people do it for the fuck of it at this point. It's like, oh, he makes horrible movies, but the people go see him because they're horrible. Mm -hmm. He makes horrible movies. I think the reason that he's allowed to do this is because he at least knows how to get a movie to market. And so if someone has a terrible IP and a terrible director and a terrible crew, and they know they're going to make a terrible movie, who do they give it to? Fucking Uwe Boll. By the way, Rampage 4 is currently in development. 
Oh my goodness. Uh, there's another movie in development called Germany in Winter. Just, just. <laughs> oh god. Assault on Wall Street, zombie massacre. I think the most disappointing thing is the fact that um, Dominic Purcell is in a shit ton of his movies. It looks like. Yeah. And I, I think he's an okay actor. I mean, I really enjoy him as, um, as McRory on. Uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Which oh shit, when does that come back? Legend of Tomorrow Return. Wait, did he make the rampage films? Yeah. I guess so. It says it did the thing. It's supposed to be coming back maybe in April. Who cares? Or I do, I mean I care, but who knows? Um shit that just reminded me do you know what else is out now there's a new i didn't let you give give you time to answer do you know what else is out now <laughs> no uh i think it's only two episodes out so far but there's a new superman show um called superman and lois which is the so far and i know it's not that high of a bar the second my second favorite superman on a screen series if that makes sense. Either series or movie. Because um, I don't really like the original Superman. They, I mean, they're great for what they were. Um, Man of Steel has its moments. Uh, Tyler Hoechlin as Superman. Yeah, so he has been playing Superman since he was introduced in Supergirl. Um, so this new show is called it's Superman and Lois. Uh, it takes place with it's in the future enough i guess in the future enough but they have kids they have two kids they have two sons um one that is ba they're basically named after both of his pa his fathers uh because you have jonathan in i know it's jarell but i think they name him is it jordan i don't remember hold on superman and lois's kids Ooh, excuse me i am super yeah jordan and jonathan because I guess there's not really another equivalent to Jarrell. Uh, oh, Gerald. You know, you know that guy, that kid named Gerald, right? Gerald. <laughs> is Gerald a name? It is a name. Gerald sounds like a redneck name. Uh, what does the name Gerald mean? Well, I'm looking at the episode list right now. So you said they released two episodes. The yes. first one just called Pilot. The second one, Heritage. The yep. third one is called The Perks of Not Being a Wallflower. What a ripoff. <laughs> Haywire and The Best of Smallville. So it looks like there's five episodes planned right now. No, I think it's just five episodes that have been given titles so far. Because it was given a full season um, thing already. Uh, yeah, he's been playing, he's been playing uh, Superman since Supergirl introduced him in like Oh yeah, two thousand. Is this twenty eighteen? Maybe. Um, I I really like him. I actually really like him. Uh, and I'm okay with the lowest, but it's mostly because I I can't look at her and not think of um, Grim, the show Grim, which was good for like two seasons, and then I don't remember anything because I think I stopped watching. Um, Elizabeth Tulloch. What? I'm just reading the actress's name. Oh. It's Elizabeth Tullock. Mm-hmm. She was in the show I just said. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> he was in Lakeview Terrace as well. Lakeview Terrace. Why does that sound familiar to me? It's a movie. Uh, okay, cool. Yes, she was in the Grimm TV show. She was in Portlandia. She was in The Flash, Supergirl, and Batwoman. Yeah. Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and Superman Lois. So she was Lois Lane in all these shows. Yeah, uh, mostly because there was a crossover event. <laughs> Always. Uh, well, no, the the biggest one, and this is what happened, basically. The, the last crossover event was Crisis on Infinite Earths, where, mm -hmm. in the end, they erased erased all of their Earths. I say with air quotes because they 100% just got rid of most of them, but kept, I think, four? I think mm -hmm. four. They kept, Oh, no, five. They kept the CW main world because um, they actually merged the universes of Supergirl, the regular CW shows, um, and Black Lightning. They all now exist within the same world. Um, but, yeah, they're all together. The movie universe, obviously, because how important they are. Um, the universe that the Doom Patrol are in, which is separate, sadly. Um, the Titan universe. Uh, and... Did, I feel like I said another one. Oh, whatever universe Stargirl's in? I don't know. Um, which is not that bad. I actually enjoyed that series so far. Uh, I feel like we've gone so far off the rails. I don't remember where we were and how we got here. I do know the one other breaking... I say breaking news. It was breaking news like 16 hours ago. Um, the Xbox Bethesda acquisition has been approved by the UK in the US. So it's done. I mean basically it's done. 7.5 billion dollar acquisition. Woo. Uh you know, just in time for people on PlayStation to be like, "Yeah, but we got Deathloop." And I'm like, mm, "Who cares? It's coming <laughs> to PC. I'm going to play it on PC." Yeah. And god, can I not wait for that game? Well, the next game I'm excited for is Outriders. I downloaded the demo, the, uh, the, not demo. Was it beta or demo? It was a demo. Yeah. Um, I never played it. I never got a chance to actually play it. Well, I played through all of it on one character. Um, the story is not super amazing, but it's gripping enough to keep you interested. Mm-hmm. The combat is standard fair cover shooter stuff for the most part. Um, but where the game really shines is in the abilities based on the class that you have. So I believe each class gets up to six abilities. You can equip three to them at a, on a hot bar at any time. Um, okay. And it plays very much like Destiny in so that parties can be three, three members. Um, so you can't have all four classes in one party, which is weird to me why make four classes and only let three people party up <laughs> yeah um, that is kind of weird but the abilities you get are what really make the game fun and just interesting to play um, and the world around it is also pretty neat it starts off with the very generic sci-fi like our world is dead let's go discover a new one and so they do get there and then the world itself is basically trying to fuck them in every way possible <laughs> They land on the world and they think it's all peaceful and cool and everything like that. And then a big fuck-off storm comes around and starts vaporizing people. Everybody loves so, a fuck-off storm. 
Yeah, but it also turns people into what are called ar- altered, which is where your character gets their abilities from. Oh. Just one the of those. Are, yeah. I picked a character called the Devastator, which is like a tanky class. Mm-hmm. Um, you use a lot of earth-based abilities. One of them that sort of speaks to it that you get early on is you just cover yourself in stones and you become a golem. And you basically take reduced damage in that form. A lot of reduced damage, but which are literally bouncing off of you while you're running around. Um, and then each class is proficient with certain weapons in the game, and you can get different buffs. The class tree is very much like a sphere grid almost, where you can just cross-class into other things. You can't like cross-class between classes, but you can sort of build your skill tree out to be a hybrid of certain stuff within your current tree if you want to. Okay. What the hell did you put behind me? Uh, pictures that I drew. Like a screaming goblin dude. There's Wario and a freaking burglar mask. Yeah, I at one point don't ignore what they are, just so I'm just putting oh, random shit. Wario's the hamburger. Ronald McDonald. <laughs> Mario's Ronald McDonald. Grimace says Hellboy in there. Yeah, a little fucking Hellboy dude. A little cuphead. A little dick Ronald dug. Grimace. Know, you don't have <laughs> your camera up, so I'm just putting random shit behind your head. Well, anyway, I'm excited for Outriders when it comes out. Someone is actually getting it for me for my birthday. Oh, cool. When's your birthday? The 21st. Of March. Um, yes. I remember that, definitely. <laughs> Obviously. Um, all right. I Yeah, I have no, no interest. I, I decided I want this to be the background. Um, <laughs> I, I, I have no interest just because it's... I don't know. I'm kind of over team-based shooters. <laughs> yeah. Well, it very much is another looter shooter as well. So if you weren't into stuff like the Division or Destiny or yeah. anything like that, this isn't really a game for you. But I enjoy games like that. I started playing Ghost Recon Breakpoint with some friends recently. Mm-hmm. And we've had a blast playing that. Um, so there's, there's a lot of stuff out there. Breakpoint I like especially because it's more tactical and you can choose how you approach every encounter. Yeah. Um, but we'll see what happens with Outriders when it comes out. It's it's developed by Square Enix, which I didn't think this was a game I'd see from Square Enix, honestly. So. Well, I mean, the last Square Enix game is doing okay. Not the best. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the single player of it. Which, in all honesty, I mean, Avengers is technically a looter shooter. Yeah. Minus the shooting. Uh, well, I guess some of them do shoot. Um, yeah, I absolutely love that game, and I'm still upset that it has not gotten the love that I think it deserved. Um, it also is not helping itself in any way. Uh, I know recently they did they did an update where the grind to get to like max level, which was already hard to begin with, is now even harder to do. Um, yeah, which I'm like, why? And here's... <laughs> so the the publisher of the game or the developer of the game, someone from the game um, came out and tried to justify the XP grind for a second time. Apparently. Oh God. So from Eurogamer, the headline is Marvel's Avengers developer seeks to better explain why it's increasing XP grind. Uh, it says, while it's attempting to read the increased grind as a cynical attempt at keeping players embroiled in the Avengers live service game for longer, Crystal Dynamics insists the goal is to fix pacing issues with the existing leveling system, arguing the speed the game currently awards skill points. 
may be confusing and overwhelming to new players. That sounds like corporate speak for we increase the grind so you would play our game longer and be tempted to buy stuff from our marketplace. Yeah, but the thing is, you can't buy like XP grinding things or XP enhancing things from the... Uh, that is true, but research shows the longer you spend in any place where you can actually buy something, like say you... We can't go to the mall anymore, but say you went to a mall, right? Yeah. And we grew up in a, we grew up in a generation of mall rats, basically. So you would go to the mall. It's the longer idea. you spend in a mall, research has shown this, the longer time you spend there, the more tempted you are to go into a store and make a purchase because that makes it feel like your time is justified being in that space now. Yeah. Um, a random little thing going back to <clears throat> Raya. Uh, continuing his work with Disney, uh, he Alan Tudyk plays... Uh, a cute little animal in this movie too. <laughs> uh, I think the last I feel thing like he... every production room now is, "Hey, we need a cute animal in in our in our thing. Who's going to voice it?" And they're like, "Get Alan Tudor." So right it's now. it's funny you say that. So Kim is currently now going through and watching all of Adventure Time because that was a show that she would watch on and off with me. I've watched the entire thing. Um, we watched the the. Uh, Distant Lands, two, the two Distant Lands episodes that have come out on HBO Max, and one, fucking great. Highly recommend them if you love Adventure Time. I highly recommend the continued worlds, basically, of Adventure Time. Um, the second one, Obsidian, which is based, is, is focused mainly on uh, Marceline and uh, Princess Bubblegum in their relationship, because that's a canon relationship that was canon, not just on this HBO show, but on the original cartoon multiple times that they've had a canon relationship. Um, but it made her cry. She cried at the end of it or at parts of it. I think mainly the end as well. And she's like, I think I need to go back and rewatch all of adventure time. If this is getting to me <laughs> this much. And I'm like, yes, you should. Um, Cause it's now all streamable through HBO max. And um, I, while watching an episode with her, it ended and I made a realization that I think Every cartoon I have ever gotten her to watch, either with me or just in general on her own, like American-made cartoon, has featured D. Bradley Baker. Now, <laughs> most people don't recognize D. Bradley Baker's real voice, um, <laughs> but if you've heard any adorable character, any adorable creature from most cartoons over the last like twenty, almost twenty years, yeah, Adventure Time is. What, when did Adventure Time? Hold on. Time. Start date. All right, I, that was at least 2010. But I mean, before that, he was on uh, Avatar and things like that. But he has been in fucking everything, um, and I always think that's hilarious. And I, every once in a while, I'll hear him as an actual like character, a regular character, um, which is even more confusing. Uh, now I want to see. I know there was one specific person that voiced and my mind is blanking right now let's see filmography animation roles yeah okay he was the voice I this is what I thought I wasn't 100% sure I wanted to look it up before I said it he's the voice of Rex Cody and all of the clone wars uh, clone troopers in Star Wars Clone Wars the animated show um 
So if you don't, if you if you've only heard him as cart as uh, little furry creatures, if you really want to hear him actually talk, hey, guess what? He's the clone trooper for every single fucking person, every single clone, um, which is ridiculous when you think about it. <laughs> uh, oh, another thing about Raya, uh, Kelly Marie Tran. Um, says that the main character her character is a lesbian um and i'm like cool make it why didn't they just put that in the show i mean in the movie you kind of you kind of but like you know why not just do it stop fucking around disney if you can have a if you can have a bi girl on on car on your cartoon shows let let us have a lesbian in a movie yeah and not just kissing in the back of a movie where nobody really sees it well Everyone knows why they're doing that. Yeah, Chinese audiences and other things, among other things. Um, all right, Nate. Okay, hey, I'm trying. I wanted to push this. I wanted to push this as far as I can. Um, <laughs> like games, cool. Ga oh, you know what? I'll, I'll talk about games. Only thing I've fucking been playing one fucking game, Valheim. Valheim is fucking amazing. Valheim's pretty good. I fucking I love this. What's the troll with it? Yeah, it's such a good game. Because um, it, like, it's the nice level. It's the perfect level of a survival game for me. I don't have to rely to. I don't have to eat. I don't have to drink. All I have to do is is kill things. Kill things, and, and I can just build shit around me. Um, resource gathering. Yes. Um, and, like, most of the things that are going to kill me, I can stay away from for the most part unless we get a raid and raids are fun too um have you been playing anything else like i said all i've been playing for the last two weeks is valheim well between valheim the aforementioned ghost recon wildlands mm -hmm. or not wildlands breakpoint um and the outriders demo um i've been playing a lot of honkai lately because it's their third anniversary for the game Mm -hmm. Are they um, giving away free waifus? They aren't giving away free waifus. In fact, this waifu cost me quite a bit to get a hold of. Why do you uh, spend so much? Because they're great. Anyway. Okay. Um, they released a new version of Fuha. All the characters in the game are basically versions of characters. Um, they did a Hersher battlesuit for her, which are like the super powerful battle suits basically mm -hmm. hers is the hersher sentience you have to get it from the supply which is the gotcha rolls i rolled it a bunch of times finally got it um they released new elf which are like little supporting doodads that help out i got that after only two rolls thank god <laughs> um and they released new story content a whole tutorial and challenge section for the new battle suit so you learn how to best use her um and then you can do challenge modes to get rewards for her um there's a new battle pass that just launched today which I got um, which gives me fragments for another Hersher character which are already unlocked and you want to get those fragments so you can up their levels basically and um, they've got a new event going on that rolls kind of daily and then a new story content event as well so just a lot of stuff yeah. too much content to actually talk about and actually memorize to give you a detailed description of it mm -hmm. but basically it's a third anniversary event and if you haven't like play the game in a while now would be a good time to come back to it honestly if you just want to get a lot of rewards for just doing stuff 
Yeah. The game in no way forces you to spend money on it. So don't let my ridiculous and awful spending habits confuse anyone. You do not have to spend money to enjoy this game. I spend money because it is more enjoyable for me when I do. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to be like, uh, well, you shouldn't do that. I'm like, hey, do you. If you have fun, enjoy it. Well, um, that being said, also, Mahoyo is still an independent company, so I'm not, like, giving money to some gigantic publisher who is looking at That's good. Um, all right. So I just wanted to get everything we're doing, all that stuff out of the way. So I can throw this up. Let's do this. There we go. It's the last one. The last one we can talk about. The last WandaVision spoiler topic ending of podcast thing. So if you have not watched all of... You have watched all of it, right? Yes. Okay. If you have not watched all of it, please don't be here. Um, and stop <laughs> listening. Wait, don't listen anymore. Come back later when you finish the season. Um, series. Series. Because the last episode is literally called Series Finale. Yep. Now I want to talk about that for a second. Because the internet has about 50 articles saying, what's season two of WandaVision going to be like? <laughs> and I'm like, motherfucker, do you understand the words? Series finale. Um, now, yes, if you live in England... Or you watch BBC, they call every season a series. But I feel like that's also because any season could be the final season of a British TV show. Uh, from my experience, at least. Um, so yeah, it's it's over. There's not going to be more. I don't think any of these shows we're getting are going to have more than one season. Um, the only... Ah, uh, you know what? I don't want to say that. I feel like this year's... Or the majority of this year's shows will not have second seasons. WandaVision is very much a this is expanding on things we need we want to know and want to spend more time on. Loki, I think, is gonna be the same way. Captain or uh, Falcon Winter Soldier, definitely gonna be the same thing. When we get into like Miss Marvel and even She Hawk, Moon Knight, those kind of shows, I think we might get more of that, possibly. Um, more like a uh, like a Daredevil kind of thing how the the netflix series lasted more than just one show one season um because mm. i could see all right yes this is be, me being selfish i fucking love miss marvel and i would love for her to get more than just one show and i would love to not have to wait as long between movies <laughs> um <laughs> because luckily we get her in her own show and then she's going to be in captain marvel um so you know we get lots of miss marvel i'm okay with that um so before we go super spoiler heavy nate what did you think of the series finale i thought it was great i think they packed more information into that one episode than almost any other um it is a perfect perfect setup for the future of wanda's character um it's a great setup potentially for what's going to happen in Doctor Strange. It gives us a brand new source of magic in the Marvel Universe, which is the one thing I was really hoping for. Um, An actual magic, not just... Yes. And it leaves... It, it ends in more or less a cliffhanger for the rest of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mm -hmm. um, which is 
in my opinion, a good thing because we know there's more to come, but now we get to speculate on the direction it's going to be headed in. Um, you know, that being said, it is a bittersweet ending. Wanda has to give up a lot to get to where she is. Oh, yeah. At the end of that series. I was, oh, man. My eyes hurt from crying at the end of that <laughs> season, at the end of the show. Yeah, I I absolutely loved it. Um, I am one of I'm gonna call myself the few people because I hear a lot of people complaining about certain things. I love the entire the series completely through. The first two episodes that people complain about the most, which are the, um, the most straightforward just parody of classic TV show episodes. I absolutely mm-hmm. love that. But that's also because I am somebody that grew up with those shows. I, like Wanda, grew up watching all of that old shit and watching it constantly because it was when cartoons weren't on, I couldn't watch anything else. There were just really boring shows on everything else, except for, like, Dick Van Dyke and I Love Lucy, all that kind of classic TV show stuff. Um, So to see them remade or, or, like, attempted so... I, I mean, I, I'll say perfectly. I think they were attempted perfectly with it mixing with the very, very small hints in the first two seasons or first two episodes. And then for it to then explode into the rest of the entire season where we get to see outside of the world what's actually happening. We get to see the world she's created slowly break down. Um, we get to see fanboys' theories destroyed because fuck people. Um <laughs> Well, those first two episodes are also they're a question, not an answer to anything. Mm-hmm. But I think that's what pissed people off initially is they wanted answers. The thing is, is it's better that it's set up as a question because that leaves you wondering, right? Yeah. And what the fuck the is the question? Happen? The question was: Is okay? How is Wanda here, and how is Vision alive? Mm-hmm. Those were the questions that those first two episodes really set up. Even if you cut out all the sitcom stuff, even if you cut out the background hints that this may not be 100% real, you're left with those two major questions. And that's what the series answers when it gets to its end. Well, and that's... So, one cool thing I think it did, even though, like, yes, everybody had their theories of who everybody was, what was going to be the big bad. Um, Something Kim and I fully agree on and loved was the fact that there was no additional big bad. It was just Wanda and Agatha, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Ignoring Hayward, because Hayward's still a dick and a piece of shit. Um, and, and yes, an important villain for certain aspects. Um, but the fact that the two heavy hitters in this series were two witches. Fucking beating the crap out of each other in the end. Um, uh, and the fact that, again, I just realized we've only last episode we talked about i think was the end where they end up with the agatha reveal so we've had the the flashback episode basically which also fucking multiple heartstring pulls um we got the quote-unquote retcon of the fact that wanda has had her abilities before interacting with the um mind mind stone uh which is fucking great. And I know people are like, oh, maybe it was the same for Quicksilver too. And I'm like, who cares? Quicksilver's dead. Um, <laughs> and I'm okay with And 
an interesting thing with Scarlet Witch is there's kind of been a kind of been a retcon for her in the the comics itself where she is not considered a mutant anymore. Um, I'm like, whatever, I don't care. Because people are like, oh, she's she's the first mutant, officially the first mutant. I'm like, I mean, she has magic. She was born with magic. She was born with the ability to use magic. She was just never trained. Um, as opposed to everyone we've seen up till now who were trained in the form, in, in whatever magic. Well, it also, form. it fits her character and it fits the type of magic that she's using, right? Yeah. Because we officially hear Agatha say that this is chaos magic. The best kind of magic. Which is, it is the best kind of magic. It's the kind of magic that literally warps reality. <laughs> um, and so it fits that type of magic perfectly. Is It doesn't require formal training to use. To be proficient at, yes. Mm-hmm. But to use, no. Because its very nature is to be chaotic. Um, it wants to naturally change things. Um, it also just... I mean, we learn just how quickly we learn that Wanda is actually talented at this, right? Is mm-hmm. how quickly she picks up on things that she's just briefly learned about before. And it's that dichotomy between Doctor Strange's very formal learning of magic we see in his movie where he's, you know, reading books and learning from masters and things like that. And his talent comes from his ability to understand that magic. Mm-hmm. He, is, he is He is already... A very intelligent human, uh, a very intelligent person, um, yeah. who can I get? I was gonna say is very meticulous with things because I mean he's a surgeon, so he's good at like the small detail kind of thing. Yes. Um, he's he's the precision guy. He's mm-hmm. the he's the ranger who spec marksmanship. <laughs> um, he's he's the motherfucker that found the one reality in the one timeline that they actually came out of on, on top. Most of them, you know, some of them ended up six feet under, but. Yes, where where he's kind of like a sniper rifle. Wanda is like a fucking cannon. Like <laughs> Wanda she, is a noob tube. Yes, um. she just goes off, and you know whatever happens to be in the path of her magic is probably getting obliterated in some way. Wanda is the guy at the beginning of the match that throws his grenade out into the middle of the world. <laughs> Cross Mac Tomahawk. Cross Matt Tomahawk. <laughs> That's her alternate name, uh, <laughs> Scarlet Witch, aka. <laughs> um. Yes, but uh, no. Well, just going over the final episode, right? Is so we start pretty much where the last one ended off. Right. The kids are currently being held captive by Agatha. Mm-hmm. So we start there with the kids being held by Agatha. Luckily, they're very quickly rescued by Wanda. Mm-hmm. Um, which shows that it initially sets up that you understand, okay, Wanda does have a fighting chance against Agatha. Which, by right. the way, sorry, you just reminded me, because I think she gets that's when she gets hit by the car and gets thrown through the door. Um, I love the fact that it's just the shoes there. Fucking, yes. f- going fucking Wizard of Oz style on that shit. Uh- <laughs> but uh, oh, we get those moments. We get the conclusion of a lot of stuff. But Well, I won't jump to the conclusions, but we do see them bring back, for lack of a better term, white vision. Yeah. <laughs> right, whiter vision. Yes. Uh, so, Paul, uh, Paul Bentley's pretty white. Oh, speaking of which, in my wife called this, um, the 
the fact that leading into the show, Paul Bettany has talked about how much, how excited he was to work with a certain person. And the fact that that person is himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, that was fucking hilarious. Um, and speaking of which the scene. So kind of going back to the previous episode, one of the things misleading kind of things, and it was one of those, I, I, guessed part of the misleading aspect and that was when hayward is showing hey she broke in she stole vision's body i'm like all right she definitely didn't break in he's making it look like he broke in i wonder if she came in and they let her take him or something like that and they're just kind of hush hushed about it the fact that you get the reveal of no his body is still outside she fully created him in this reality um that's crazy to me. Uh, that was the that was the one the one twist to it that I'm like I definitely 100 percent did not see that coming, um, well, which I should have. Uh, but it also shows that that Hayward himself. I mean, he gets his comeuppance right as we see that happen. He gets fucking shows, pinned by Darcy. Yeah, it just shows that you know for the humans who are distrustful of the MCU superheroes, mm -hmm. right? The ones who end up being villains because they are so distrustful of them, they know that they have to play the long game in order to stand any chance. Yeah, they're not powerhouses in and of themselves. Like Hayward can't beat Wanda in a one-on-one -on -one fight, so he has to be manipulative and subversive, and he does the setup to turn Wanda into the bad guy for the rest of Sword. Mm -hmm. Is I'm gonna let her in here and I'm gonna provoke her to do the things she isn't supposed to do. Um, and so he's got the perfect setup and the perfect game plan in mind. Luckily, other people are on to him, you know, by the end of it. And he at least three gulag. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, Which I really do hope that uh, Jimmy Woo gets his own, if not his own spinoff, at least gets featured on more things. I would love to have him be like the, the MCU's X-Files. Um, yeah. I just couldn't remember where the actor's face was from when I was watching again, and it wasn't until the last episode. I'm like, that guy played Kim Jong Il. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. Oh god. I mean, he's great. I highly recommend watching Fresh Off the Boat. Uh, he plays the dad on that. Um. He also did a romantic comedy. I think it's on Netflix. Um. With fuck, is it Ellie? Hold on. I'm horrible at names. Yeah, Ali Wong and Randall Park. It was uh, Always Be My Maybe. Um, it was a cute movie. I really enjoyed it. Uh, fucking Keanu Reeves is in it. Because, <laughs> you know, why not? Um, God, that movie came out in 2019. I feel like time means nothing. <laughs> well, back to the show. We get... Um... <laughs> it's fine. Um, we, we got the reveal that um, Quicksilver in this universe, you know, was basically created by Agatha, more mm -hmm. or less puppeted. Um, so we know that he's not exactly real. And then the other things that just aren't real in this universe, of course, we know that the transformations of the town of Westview aren't real. This is all just Wanda sort of masking over everything to make it fit eras. Mm -hmm. Um, but then the reveal that her, the most gut wrenching reveal, at least for me, was knowing that her children also are not real. Oh yeah, right. And well, that, children in vision. 
Well, children and vision. And <laughs> Quicksilver was sad and funny. It was funny. Yeah. I fucking cracked up laughing when he. It's like Ralph Boner. <laughs> Boner. Yeah. God, I like I the fact that they threw in a goddamn dick joke into an MCU movie or an MTV an MCU <laughs> TV show. Oh yes. my god. Well, it just it shows that that version of Quicksilver is supposed to be you know more immature, right? Is they're playing his he's playing his character, mm-hmm. the character he's meant to be in that universe. Yeah. Um, I I did love the fact that it's like I Agatha was like I didn't know what he looked like, so I just made him look like I just picked this guy. Um, and that's the, that's the perfect that's the perfect reasoning behind picking what's his name Ralph. Yeah, Ralph Boner. Yeah, well, that's the perfect name reason to pick Evan Peters. Yeah, to play him in this show. It right? was it. I I was so happy because even when they introduced, him, I'm like, there's no way because. And that my my reasoning behind that was there were so many articles and, and I think interviews where they were like, yeah, we're not going to use any of the Fox X-Men actors. We are recasting. We're starting from scratch for this new the new X-Men. Um, so when he showed up and people online were like, it's they're bringing him over. They're bringing him into this world. I'm like, no, no. <laughs> but that's fucking awesome. <laughs> it is. It is really cool. But to see, to know that Wanda's kids have to disappear, to know that Vision has to disappear, those are the most gut wrenching things at the end of the, yeah, at the end of the series. Um, um, and now that there's a, I guess quote unquote new Vision out there, Vision's body basically. It's the, Vision with all of his memories. Body. It's Vision's body with all of his memories unlocked. Basically, um, the only thing that he doesn't have, that we know of, because obviously it he flies off. We never we don't see the rest of him the rest of from either after credit scenes. Um, so he, he he probably doesn't have the emotion side, uh, no. which sucks. He doesn't, he, he doesn't he, have Vision's original personality. Yeah, thing, he's right? not. Uh, well, I... he, he's very so much that's... treated as if a newborn child in the show. <laughs> like he has yeah, to learn. But uh, so the interesting thing of that is, is he at least still Jarvis at the base? Because at least Jarvis seemed to have some kind of. Obviously, yes, it was an it was a stark ai so it's going to be a little bit snarky and have some kind of personality um yeah so well that's that's the question that's the question that you know the false vision raises in the in the show when he confronts him and does the whole ship of Theseus routine oh right? i don't know if you've seen i think people are calling him vision now vision yes because of the drip <laughs> <laughs> so there's been plenty of memes I've seen from all of my black friends on Facebook and Twitter so far. It's been hilarious. Um, oh, it's great. Yeah. But um, beyond that, I mean, he, he raises the ship of Theseus question, right? Which is, okay, you've got this ship. As it rots, you replace it board by board until eventually all the boards on the ship are replaced. Is it still the original ship? And then they say, okay, well, you take all the rotted boards and you reassemble them. Is that the original ship? And the answer is they both They are. both are. They both um, are the the true ship, and they both are not the the yes. original so ship. So the question for Vision is, you know, does he return to who he was, or does he become something entirely new? Yeah. We just don't know. Um, I'll be happy either way. The fact that we now have, the fact that he's just not gone, the fact that it's not like, hey, Vision's gone, we brought him back just for this one one off thing. Yes. So. Well, it's it's also just great. It, it shows the writing skill of the MCU staff, right? Is they could have just been like, oh, poof, Vision's alive again. And we would have had no explanation for that. Just some contrived reason why he's back. Yeah. Um, 
and instead they handled it in a very plausible way is you know these people recovered his body because he's technically considered an asset they rebuilt billions of dollars it. worth yes and their purpose just didn't play out so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but i am excited to see one of the best things that i love from the show was the reveal of wanda's new costume as scarlet witch yeah looks fucking great one point with the mcu style and the original comic book style mashed together in perfect synthesis there yeah um and then that little hint at the end that maybe she's a little bit better at magic than even Doctor Strange. So, yeah, because she's doing other things while she's in her... Uh, while she's astral projecting. Yeah. I'm just going to stick with this one. Her body um, can stay conscious while she's projecting, which is something Doctor Strange couldn't do. Yeah. Um. So, part of that, that that's the first after credit, or the mid-credit role. Um, people are using that as he is or she is evil people are saying oh this sets up she's evil and i'm like i don't think a hundred percent that there's a possibility that she could end up being not immediately good in um the doctor strange in doctor strange 2 um but there's the only reason i'm in any way worried about it is because Anything that we've seen of the Darkhold in semi-MCU series, mostly Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you fucking mess with that shit, you are a bad. You are not going to be a good person for very long. Um, so, I can understand why people are worried about that. Uh, yeah. But I also think it's just her, knowing that this is such a powerful book, I think it's her trying to learn the fastest way in the most powerful way of bringing her family back together. Um, Cause he, she's like, okay, I don't want to hurt anybody else. I'm tired of doing, I don't want to do that to anybody else. I want to be able to have what I want, but not hurt anybody else or make anybody else feel my pain and that kind of stuff. Um, and I mean, with that, like you were saying, the hint at the end of her hearing the boys calling out to her and then just flying off. Um, mm -hmm. I'm super excited for that. I am also really excited. I know a lot of people are just kind of like, man, whatever. The second after credit scene with Monica, who through this whole season or series has now unlocked her abilities, is officially a powered person. No title yet. We don't know what they're actually going to go with because there's so many to choose from. Um, <laughs> but she is pulled aside going they has a meeting with an officer who is secretly a scroll and it's like hey we got somebody wants to see you you're gonna go up and see somebody who some people are like oh is it captain marvel it's like no we're going up to we're going up to fury who last time we see fury is on a space or a uh what are those called space station thank you um got there eventually uh <laughs> space station that we see at the end of Spider-Man: Far From Home, um, mm -hmm. which uh, we finally did rewatch because Kim didn't want to rewatch it because it take actually takes place chronologically after this, um, mm -hmm. which is even funnier. What rewatching that and being like, oh, I kind of it, it makes sense why Fury and and the rest of them don't like freak out at the idea of somebody being from another universe or another reality kind of thing. Um, yeah, but. I, I'm excited to see 
most likely I don't think that's going to be in Spider-Man. I don't think that's going to be in Captain Marvel 2. I think the first place we're going to see her... Oh, wait. Timeline-wise. Depending. I don't actually know how the timeline-wise works. <laughs> if Secret of Invasion, the TV show, the Disney Plus series, comes out before Captain Marvel, that is 100% where she's going to be. Because the whole mm -hmm. Skrull thing, Secret Invasion, is all tied together with that. Um, the big the big up and the major story event for her is going to be that reunion with Captain Marvel, right? Mm -hmm. Is this is someone who she briefly met as a child, had some cool interactions with. Well, I mean, she knew inspired. she grew up with her. Yeah. Well, kind of inspired, right? Yeah. And so that reunion with them and then realizing that, you know, her mom is, is dead. Um, and so now it's like, what is Monica's relationship going to be with Captain Marvel? Mm -hmm. Um, I still feel I think I, we brought this up when she because she has those like kind of wincy moments whenever somebody brings her up. Um, mm -hmm. I feel that it's one of those she feels like she stayed away. She didn't come back. She wasn't around when her mom got sick. Um, mm -hmm. So in her mind, any memory of her is bad at that point. Not so much bad, but like absent. She was absent. Yeah. Um but I still think that part of the the amending of that relationship is you find out that during the five years that she was snapped, uh, the two years that her mom was healthy or, yeah, was healthy and cancer was in remission and all that, I think that she was with her. I think she came back. She knew what happened because she was there for not most of it, but she at least knew what happened with the snap. Mm -hmm. So she came back, she went to see her family, essentially. Um, and I think she spent out the rest of... Uh, I always forget her name. Not Monica, her mom. Maria. Maria, thank you. There's too many M names. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think she like, spent the rest of her life with her kind of thing. Um, and you've, I, got that problem. you've got the problem that Monica is also dealing essentially with an ageless being. <laughs> yeah well hey so we don't know what her age is gonna be now with the do we monica might now be an ageless being i mean hey she already saved well, five years <laughs> i mean that's true but then it's like she's grown up she's had a childhood and an adulthood and had, yeah. had a career and all that stuff like that and then she's meeting captain marvel again who to her in her mind because of the way she's going to look hasn't aged a day mm -hmm. since she left so that's um, there's a whole other thing about that where people people are assuming just because we haven't seen it or seen any of it that mm -hmm. she has not been back. She has not been back since uh, she leaves at the end of Captain Marvel. Um, there is a strong possibility that she did come back. She just because just because Fury didn't use that. Actually, again, we don't know if Fury didn't use that pager more than once. Um, yeah. there's a lot that is just not known that could easily just be, Hey, no, she's come back. We, you just haven't seen it. It's, I, I think um, it, I brought up one we time. Know that, we, we know that she has, has a connection to the Avengers, right? Cause in end game, she's on the conference call with Scarlet, with, uh, Black Widow and everybody else. Right. Yeah. And she makes it plainly clear that like, look, your planet isn't the only one in the universe. A lot of other people you might help. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean she hasn't been back to Earth. She's been playing Galactic Police the entire time. Yeah. 
and that means that there more than likely was a problem on Earth that she would have had to solve at some point. Yeah. Um, so it's a matter of resource management, right? It's like you've got this team and not everyone can be everywhere at once. So I would think that people like Black Widow would serve as coordinators or handlers and send them off to the threats that they were best equipped to deal with. Mm -hmm. There was one other thing I was going to say, and I can't remember. Eh, whatever. Um, overall, I, I fucking loved it. I'm really excited. Um, oh, we did have a question uh, from Short Girl Chronicles. Why did Vision's body not go back to Wakanda since he was made of stolen vibranium? Because it's American government. Uh, <laughs> that's yeah. probably exactly what a lot it is. of people have actually a lot of people have actually asked that though is like how did Wakanda just let you know them come and take Vision's body and it's like I'm pretty sure they didn't though yeah. like I'm pretty sure Wakanda was at the point where it's like we just had a fucking war with a being who literally wiped out half of the population we have to recover from this we're not worried about some dead robot lying over there in the empty field <laughs> yeah like it's i do want to know who took them or to who took him it's like a weird who would have done it well the way that they set it up is that sword had been in existence for a while in this universe already oh yeah before thanos happened so it's a good chance that you know you got this major event occurring right organizations like sword would have to keep tabs on that kind of thing and i'm pretty sure as soon as they got any intel that vision was just laying out there basically derelict at this point mm -hmm. um you know they would have gotten a bead on them and sent agents in to start recovering them um well you know now i think about it you also it not only did where they had or that that have they just dealt with this like huge war fight battle thing you also lost the entire royal family, basically. Yeah. Because I don't even remember who still survived. Um, I think it was because, well, yeah, he it Black Black Panther, his father, his um, mom and sister, I think, were all snapped. Uh, the only one that was around was and I, I'm blanking on her name. Um, well, Okoye was still there, but she's yeah. leader for Malaje. She's not really royalty yeah but she was somebody that could easily be in charge because she was so close to the royal family and all that kind of stuff she knew how to run things to a certain extent um but still she probably was very much like we don't want this get rid of this mm -hmm. possibly well, yeah. at the end of at the end of the day you have to realize that wakanda is still the source of vibranium to begin yeah. with right yeah and they have this entire mountain filled with the stuff that they've been mining for centuries so they aren't running out of it anytime soon. <laughs> um, that we know of. <laughs> and to... Plus, on top of that, it's not like Vision is just a block of vibranium lying on the ground. He's this complex network of all this circuitry and inner workings and the merging of two separate AI and the Mind Stone and all this other stuff within his... within his self, within his being. Yeah. Um, and the entire one of the major plot points of Endgame was, you know, Shuri's trying to use the best science that Wakanda has to remove the Mind Stone from Vision safely and just can't do it in time. So, even if they did recover it, the question would be, could they even begin to understand him? I don't think Sword fully understand him. They just understood how to put the parts together 
and stick a battery in and make it go. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. So, stick so a battery. That's... And it really was a battery. They literally were like, hey, we pissed her off enough that we made her charge him for us. We don't even have to do anything now. How cool is that? Yeah. So it it's... It's a question that's probably going to be left up in the air for some time. I don't think it's a super important question to the overall, you know, phase four plot line. Oh, yeah. Um, who knows? I mean, at the end of the day, I'm just glad that Vision is actually coming back in some form in some way. And that's um, a, that's one of the last lines that we get in the main, main uh, episode before it gets to, like, the after credits and everything. As she says her goodbyes, as they say their goodbyes. Vision basically says, like, hey, every time every time we say goodbye, we say, hey, we come back together again. Or I don't, I don't remember the word, but it's basically that. Um, I like he had a line at one point where he's like, at first, he, he started as an AI and then he was a, a body without a mind or something like that. It just progressively more and more became more human, almost. Um, and I really like that. And I'm, I'm excited to see where they go with him. I'm excited to see where they go with everybody. Every single person in this fucking movie. Or movie, TV show. That's And that's the craziest part. Even watching six... Nope. Nine episodes. Nine episodes? Nine episodes. I just mm-hmm. felt like I watched a really fucking long movie. Um, I mean, that's what it's... I think that's what their, their goal is, to make it feel like that. Because yeah. they realize, like, it's going to be a while before people can go and sit in an actual movie theater. Um, what? I don't know what you're talking about. The, according to them, March of this year, or March, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Listen, um, at, the, at the end of it all, I think their goal was to make it feel like you were watching a movie. But turning it into a series gives them time to flesh out more of the plot yeah. points. So much so that you aren't, you're bleeding over into your own camera. There. Oh, I am. Thank <laughs> you. Some of the... Um, it lets them iron out plot points. It lets them spend more time on characters and characterization. Um, and it just gives them a lot more room to work with. Whereas a movie, you're constricted to that maybe, at maximum, maybe three-hour time frame to yeah. get everything you want to cross. Um, that being said, we've got Zack Snyder cut coming out, which is four hours long. So, <laughs> And I am going to torture myself by watching the entire thing. But... Um... No, I'm very excited for where, where this is going. We get a lot more, we get a lot of answers for the series itself, but a lot of questions for the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. And that's always a good thing, is to set those questions up. And Marvel's been very, very good about giving you answers to those questions. The only people I've taken issue with on this series are the people who decided to trash it after it was over because their fan theories weren't confirmed. Yeah, which is ridiculous. I get it if you're disappointed that a certain theory didn't come true, but don't act like the show was worse off because your specific theory I... didn't flesh out. So before we wrap up, there's one thing, one question. Like, sure, there are plenty of questions that are unanswered, and I think plenty of other people are making videos about that and all that. I don't care about those questions. I care about one question. Who the fuck was Jimmy's missing person? <laughs> <laughs> and I've seen a lot of people be like, oh, it was obviously it was Ralph because that's why he played such an important part. I'm like, that would make literally no sense because. That would make absolutely no sense because we know that Ralph was a creation no. of Agatha. No, Ralph was a real person. Oh, Ralph was a real person. Ralph was a real person. The thing is, multiple reasons. One, the missing person was a, um, was a person in witness protection. 
uh we knew that from the fir- the third fourth fourth episode fourth episode fourth episode um we which when you're a miss or when you're in witness protection you're supposed to not be you know like putting yourself out there this motherfucker was an actor he had a he- a, a fucking headshot he was trying to get work um hey guess what he got work um but the most important part of that is Jimmy saw him Jimmy saw fake Pietro mm-hmm. if that scene happens and he, she's like oh they recast Pietro he would have been like that's my guy there yeah. was no that's my guy not once do we find out or is there anything of who the guy is and I want to fucking know that's all I want to goddamn know tell me Marvel Marvel listen to me listen to me Marvel I just want to know who the guy was tell me <laughs> that's definitely going to be answered later on i can't say definitely but maybe answered later on definitely maybe um uh, again i'm just excited for for what the future holds for the marvel cinematic universe we can put wanda's storyline on a hold for now we've got uh winter soldier and falcon coming up yeah Um, nah nah next week next week this current week we have the behind the scenes of wandavision which i'm also excited for um And then we get a whole new series that we get to wait week to week. Um, one that I don't feel... I loved WandaVision because of the theory side of it. Or, or I loved it more because of the theorizing side of it. And I don't know if we're going to have that same kind of journey with Falcon Winter Soldier. I think that'll be a little bit more of a straightforward thing. Which I'm also fine with. I have no issue with that. Um it'll be straightforward in the sense that their adventures will be very straightforward for sure the biggest question at the end is the passing of the mantle of Captain America the journey that Sam has to go through now with the latest preview that we saw we see Sam doing stuff with the shield he's learning how to throw it and do all this stuff with the shield so you know him struggling through that because he's not a super soldier right is he's not able to you know lift a car with his fucking pinky finger um He's very much a normal guy, albeit a very fit normal guy, but a normal guy nonetheless who has to adapt to these changes now and have this massive responsibility thrust upon him. Yeah. Um, and so we get to... That is going to be the big question for the series, is that passing of the mantle, and will Sam eventually you know, live up to it and fulfill it in a way that he thinks is desirable? Because um, I don't really think he cares about anybody else's opinion at this point, honestly. No. I'm okay with that. I like that side of it. We also know that there it's going to be a little bit more of just him and Bucky. It's not going to be so much him and Bucky fighting over the mantle. It's also from seeing um, U.S. Agent, right? I think is the character's name. We're pretty sure. I don't think it's been confirmed. I can't 100% remember. Um, but I know that we've seen a guy dressed in kind of a Captain America suit running out on to, into a, a football stadium and being like, what's up guys? Um, which I feel like is, hey, the US government again, fucking with shit and trying to take control of their a situation that they have no reason to be or they have no right to control. I'm sorry, American government they are superheroes that do your job better than you. Well, they don't have any right to control it, but it is America doing what they do best 
But in this case, it's kind of Fucking like shitter. you would think in this universe, right? Captain America would still be very much a national icon and serving as a piece of propaganda. We saw that in the original Captain Captain America movie, where even though he is this super soldier now, he spent like the first half of his career before going into World War II of his own accord being a piece of propaganda. Yep. Um, and so they probably want to maintain that image is like, now we have this modernized version of Captain America. We need him to strengthen the public's faith yeah. in the U.S. and military might and all that stuff. So uh, that's that's going to be that's going to be interesting, I guess. Um, who knows? We, we got we got a week to wait before we get there in the first place. Everyone has time to digest and catch up on WandaVision. Um, sort of let that settle in their minds. I'm sure the discussions are going to continue as time goes on, but then all the talk on that date is going to be about uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And uh, WandaVision will be old news by that point. So uh, Not so much old news, just not as important. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's the thing. It's a show that while yes, it's very impactful, it's not something that needs to be continued to be focused on. Um, like, I'm sure there'll be enough people that are examining things and being like, oh, we missed this, how do we miss this, there's this thing, this thing. But, mm-hmm. like, overall, I think it's okay for it to be like, alright, you watched it, we can move on, we've got more. Um, yeah. yeah. Well, and, and it's good on, it's very good on Marvel and Disney for scheduling this the way they did, is we're not in this massive dry spell between series. we got a week to wait and then bang, the next one hits. Yeah. So we're not left starving for more information on the MCU. For now. Yeah. As long as we get things on time, we basically have no breaks, and I'm perfectly fine with that. Um, so yeah. And then who knows when the next season of Mando is coming out. So. Uh, next year. Next year. I'm okay. pretty sure. So that's the thing. And that's kind of where the the breaks in the TV shows happen, I think, because we're getting all the MCU shows, we're getting regular Disney content, we're getting, um, and then we're getting Star Wars content. And I'm there's some Star Wars stuff that I'm super fucking excited for. May, May, that's right, May the fourth, um, we get the start of Star Wars Bad Batch, uh, which I am super excited. It's the first spinoff series of, um. The Clone Wars, um, and I'm, I I really enjoyed the introduction of those characters in the final season. Uh, and I just that whole series. If you have not watched Clone Wars, I recommend it. Maybe skip the first season and just look at the story beats because the first season is the most like kid showy. I, that was back when it was on fucking Cartoon Network. <laughs> that show was last. <laughs> that show was old enough that the, it started on Cartoon Network before Disney owned Star Wars. Um, but yeah. So much good stuff. So much good stuff coming out, and I'm excited for everything. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything you want to talk about before we wrap up? No, I think we're we're ending in a good place. Awesome. Well, we will be back. Not this weekend because I can't keep track of what days things are. Especially not this weekend. This weekend is my anniversary weekend. Um, we'll be back next weekend with more space time taco. More? No, next 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 weekend. Next next weekend. Next sorry. next weekend. <laughs> we'll be back next next weekend with more space time taco. This week you'll be streaming Valheim tonight. Yeah, I end this. I'm gonna take a break, come back, play Valheim because fuck you, yeah, Valheim. Um, it is still to be determined, and so is Friday at this point. 
Yeah, Friday, I think I had an idea. Um, I was hoping that Leslie would be able to hop on, Kimono would be able to hop on and do her Friday. Um, but it, she is currently having some internet issues. So all the love to and, and good, good positive thoughts to that. Hopefully that gets taken care of because <sighs> internet, man, it's it's something it's we need now. <laughs> it's not just a, oh I can't watch my internet. It's like no, you can't do shit. You need that goddamn shit to do anything nowadays. Um, so yeah. Thank you for watching. If you like what we do, follow us on all the social media. You can support us at SpaceTime... Patreon.com slash SpaceTimeTaco. Uh, there's a thing. I don't remember what it's called. I'm surprised it hasn't popped up over here yet. Um, coffee. I don't remember the coffee thing. Is it Donate? I don't remember. I want to add the link to the Twitch page here because it's still not up here. Yeah, it's weird that it, you normally it's in the chat by now, but I don't know why it hasn't popped up. Whatever. Um, it had been working fine. I don't care. We'll work, move past <laughs> that. Uh, go inside and play video games. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go play video games. Go play video games. Good night, everybody. <laughs>